Hello and welcome to the Holy Smokes Podcast. Awesome. Hey Nate, how's it going? Going pretty good. How's it going, man? It's going well, man. I'm super excited. You know, uh, lots of uh, lots of activity um, on the Instagram, on the website. Finally got it up. So yep. it's, it's a good week. We made it to 50 something yeah, 50, subscribers. 50 subscribers. You know, not to, not <laughs> yeah. to brag, not to brag about it, but um, yeah. <laughs> definitely know. not to brag. No, definitely. I was expecting... I'm not bragging that. <laughs> that no. I was expecting to. My wife and yours. Yeah. So the fact that we got 25 times two. Yeah. Pretty good. And I'm not even sure if she subscribed. I know she listened, but I don't know if she's subscribed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I made That's it, so funny. I made a mistake, though, because um, when I was looking at the, uh, the iTunes page, or mm-hmm. I think it was maybe our Instagram, I ended up liking our own picture, and I was like, oh, man, that's dumb. <sighs> now we look like now- losers. <laughs> Yeah. These losers like their own <laughs> pictures. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I don't want to like, uh, like our own pictures or yeah. or give ourselves like five stars. It's like it's <laughs> yeah, definitely didn't do that. I'm nodding that I did that. Yeah, but I'm, I'm... <laughs> like don't act like you did it. I know you did. Yeah. Anyways, it's like Jerome, uh... but spelled with like a three instead of an e. It's like okay. <laughs> Yeah, and then I put yours down as well. Definitely gave us five stars with an <laughs> N, and then the number eight for an eight. So, like, oh man. so, like so far we're five of five. <laughs> five of five. It's not bad. <laughs> cool. So, um, I guess maybe we should just start off with kind of introducing what we're drinking tonight, Nate. What are you? What are you having? Um, I'm having a bottle, not a whole bottle. Um, that'd be a nightmare. I'm having some uh, monkey shoulder. I don't know. It depends how you look at it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a I I I think I told you but the other day like I had a I was I made um an old fashioned but um like the lights are kind of low because of uh mm. my smart lights. We were on the phone. Yeah, and um <laughs> I was trying to make a drink in the dark and when the lights kind of kind of like kicked up a little bit there was way too much in there and I was like, "Oh boy, that was a mistake so um, that was a big drink yeah don't drink in the dark no no uh yeah so cool you're having a you said monkey shoulder yeah yeah nice cool how do you like it it's good i i first started to try this um for my bachelor party um my my cousin investment he got me um a couple of bottles and so ever since then um it's been kind of a go-to for me if i yeah, can't decide cool. Because of the fond memories of your bachelor party, is yeah, that why? Yeah, that was super fun. <laughs> <laughs> I was there. That's what I'm asking. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, cool. So I'm having an Oban 14. Uh, I actually, it's a, it's a really good bottle. Super, it's a, it's a um, single malt scotch whiskey, and um, I got it for my birthday mm-hmm. uh, back in November. And, and so I've only had it maybe like three or four times. There's still a lot left in the bottle. Oh, that's so, a good um, amount. Yeah, yeah. So it's a. I've actually been having a lot of different Scotch whiskeys lately. Or, um, uh, and yes, just the other day, I actually I posted on an Instagram account that I even tried a, um, not a Scotch whiskey, but I tried an Irish Irish whiskey. It was a Conor McGregor's whiskey, so that was pretty good too. Um, does does we'll he? He has his own. 
Yeah, Conor McGregor, the uh, UFC MMA fighter, a crossover boxer for like one match. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, he has his own whiskey brand. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, it's a, it's it's not very like high end. It's supposed to compete with like the Jamesons. Oh, okay. It's called uh, it's called Twelve, a Founders Twelve or something like that. Mm. Um, but tonight I'm having Oban Fourteen. So, mm. like it, it's a little peaty. Um, not too peaty though. So. Uh, just a slight kick of a slight little like smoky sort of flavor to it, mm. but smooth going down. Nice. Yep. So Nate, what's going on today? Um, yeah, I mean, man, not just today. I think there's been a lot going on. Uh, mm-hmm. All things uh, Catholic. Um, yeah, it's been it's been a very interesting week. Um. Uh, oh, and uh, aside from some of that, which we'll you know we'll get to, but um, to today's mm-hmm. also the um, the feast of Saint Francis de Sales. Also, yes, it is. Yep, I know. Happy he's, feast day, buddy. Yeah, happy feast day. I know he's. Uh, I think he's one of your favorite uh, patron saints. He is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I only barely started like really really getting into um, like some of his writings and and all of that, but. Um, yeah, everything that I've read so far has been really, really, really inspirational and really helpful. Um, and we'll, mm-hmm. we'll we'll talk about a little a little bit too. But um, yeah, I guess like the <laughs> the big thing is with um, um, and I just kind of want to put it out there for anybody who's listening. Like this isn't um, like a Catholic news podcast. That's not what this is. Mm. This is gonna be. No, this is just us hanging out. Yeah, Thank you yeah, for and so it just, but it just, so yeah, just, just hanging out, just hanging out, you know, uh, pour, pour a drink with us, uh, hang out with us. Um, but it just so happens that things kind of happened this week, and I, I think like the biggest Lots. thing uh, that happened with the, um, you know, with the new abortion laws that came out uh, in New York, which, mm-hmm. um, you know, is a, it's a, it's a big hit. Like as far as like it, it does hit, um, you know. When you say big hit, it like, sounds like it's not like, like a like popular. not like a movie, um, not like, <laughs> not right. like the Avengers or anything like that. No, <laughs> uh, the exact opposite. Um, uh, yeah, it's it, it's really sad uh, with the way that the laws are um, coming out right now with uh, with abortion, you know, out in New York. Um, from from what Do I was, wanna yeah, yeah, yeah. Summarize what happened. From what I'm able to summarize, and I, and I kind of waited a little bit because sometimes when news comes out too quickly, um, like there's not, there's just like not enough information to see if like what's true, what's not, what's a valid mm-hmm, source. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually try to wait a little bit, like for the dust to settle, so that I can kind of make sure that you know all the facts are straight, um, and not just like breaking news breaking news kind of bugs me because it's like okay how reliable is this like yeah it's yeah. there's just like not enough information out there yet so um from what i'm able to gather it looks like in in new york um abortions are legal all the way through uh, correct me if i'm wrong but full term basically right yeah where um the situation that i saw was if 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 a woman wanted to have an abortion even though like she's full term and if she is um you know about to have the baby she could elect to have an abortion um and would and it would be uh completely legal 
and um, it's just just thinking about about um, like situations where that could actually happen mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is is really really troubling and and I don't think I don't think that it's a it's like a Catholic problem. I don't even think it's a, a religious problem, really. And I think sometimes um, the idea is like, oh, well, if you're pro-choice then or pro-life, sorry, if you're pro-life, like you must be religious or something like that. And I or think, Catholic. yeah, or mostly Catholic, right? Um, and and I think that especially in this case, it it, it doesn't seem like it sh- like we should um, kind of make those assumptions because if you just think about it i don't think you need to be religious to no, no. grab that scenario and be like yeah that that just is not right and, and i don't even think mm-hmm. you need to go through any sort of like um like theological we don't need to i don't think we need to bring the popes into this kind of thing no. because if you just really look at it for what it is if if you know that that is really just really really taking the life of a of a baby and 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 i'm sure you know we can go back and forth on uh you know definitions between you know a a fetus and a baby right um and 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 we can go back and forth on that all day but i think it's just really really different when you when the situation happens and and it's really hard to and i think it's going to be really hard to persuade people to see like if they were to see it for what it really is to say that's okay it's like no, like that's that is very much killing a baby, and 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 yeah, um, it's it's so sad that um, you know things have turned out this way, and, and something that I was reading, um, kind of in the aftermath of of the of the decision, um, is that like yes, this is this is a very tragic time, very you know very very sad, um, mm-hmm. and something that I kind of have hope towards is that someday we're gonna look back and see that this was a bad choice yeah you know yeah and sometimes we don't absolutely you know as a society see the 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 things that happen and the choices that we make as like as a bad thing and just because something Mm -hmm. is legal doesn't make it okay at all right Um, right like and just because something's legal doesn't make it also progressive, which I hear a lot too. Yeah, um, yeah. But I have a feeling like someday we're gonna look back on this as as you know, a nation, as a society that this is probably a bad idea. Yeah, I think um, you you start you started speaking like, hey, like just because it's legal doesn't mean it's like morally right. There was um, oh, gosh, the prime minister of uh of France was saying. You know, uh, just in general, people who are pro-life are not in tune with the government, who aren't in tune with society. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was this really, I mean, excellent um, response back by Ben Shapiro. Uh, he's sort of this right-wing sort of uh, figurehead. I don't agree with a lot of the things he does. I, I agree with some of the things he does. But in general, um, he says, you know, great. Like, you know, abolitionists um, and people who were against slavery and people who were for the right for women to vote they were against the grain of society as well Mm -hmm. and so just because us as individuals who happen to be pro-life anti-abortion just because we're going against the grain of society doesn't mean we're wrong it Mm -hmm. just means 
that we're willing to stand up for something that's hard to stand up for in a world that accepts something like this, like abortion, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? And so at, at this point, but like this so late in in the pregnancy, I mean, it's a really just a matter of location at this point. You know, right, right. a full-term baby, the day before it's born, right. can be aborted yeah. based on quote-unquote health reasons. And, and that's what's really troubling in this bill is the fact that they use this term health in a very broad stroke, and yeah. it could, health could mean anything at this right, point. Right, right, right. It's it's very uh, it's very generic, and it's it's open mm-hmm. to uh, interpretation, you know. Mm-hmm. And and it's just crazy because uh, if you just take a look at laws in general, and no one wants to have this conversation, and no one wants to actually do the research, but if you look at laws in general, there are still moments where if a if a if someone murders or harms a woman and she happens to be pregnant Mm -hmm. there are still cases yeah and where that person will be charged for murder not only for the the woman but for the child that she's carrying right right so but then we have abortion laws and things that allow this to happen so we we're in a very much contradictory state right right i I was reading uh you had sent me an article about this um either today i think it was earlier today and i was reading the example of like someone in like saratoga county or something Mm -hmm. and um someone like punched some woman in the stomach and it in trying to cause her a miscarriage i mean first of all how terrible is that that's yeah who does that yeah right and then um but that person was charged with some like I think it was like abortion in the second degree and mm-hmm. and it's a felony and 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 so like we have these laws that are saying hey don't do that yeah but yet we have these other laws that say hey it's actually okay for you to harm the child right the it's very contradictory and I think um, it's yeah like because of the contradictory like it's I I wonder if it does affect maybe um, you know the decision making making and um, kind of like the the moral compass of of people because then it's like well it's not okay to do it here but it's okay to do it here so mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. i i think it can, can definitely throw off people's uh moral compass sometimes when right, there's like yeah. nothing when it's not really consistent especially on on something that is so important yeah i mean what i've found though is when i have conversations like this with again like you don't have to be religious you don't have to be catholic to be pro-life to yeah be anti-abortion yeah, yeah. And I think, like, what I try to do in my conversations with people, I'm like, hey, forget about the fringe. Forget about, like, the situations in, on the sides, on the fringes, because actually those are very rare. Right. Like, uh, um, but let's let's just take the very generic sort of problem, right? A, a woman wanting to abort their child and sort of breaking it down into, like, smaller pieces. Mm-hmm. What you'll find is a lot of people don't agree with abortion, what they don't, um, what they agree with is like, hey, like if a woman is raped, um, she yeah, should have yeah, the ability yeah. to get abortion. Right. But the, the the concept in general of aborting a child, you'll find if in like regular day to day conversation, most people don't agree with actually. Yeah, and and I think that's the thing. Like it's, I feel like maybe it's like a blanket statement sometimes, sure. where we're not really drilling down to you know. To what it is um because I, yeah I, I think that when you do start talking about it a little bit more and really breaking it down piece by piece yeah. you start to find like more people that are like oh yeah no i like i don't really agree with that I, like i even had right. a, i had somebody who uh that i 
uh, was talking to about it who um i mean she was um pro-choice you know um but even mm-hmm. she was like an abortion that late it's like why at that right. point she's like it's just like not it's just not right and you know i i think it's um it's so just confusing for a right. lot of people yeah. and um it's it's really tough it's really sad now that um you know we're gonna see these kinds of things happen mm-hmm. more um yeah and i i don't think that um you know i don't you know, I hope I hope we don't like we don't know for sure. Like, yes, th- there can be some assumptions made that that, that maybe come more frequent, but right. I hope it doesn't happen more. Like, hopefully, by like the the fruits of our prayers and penances yeah. and just like, just God, common sense that like mm. just because it's there and available doesn't mean it actually happens. That's what I'm yeah. hoping for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, it be just because I'm a programmer. You know, I I I always think logically. And here, like, if you if you read up and if you think of the different ways that a late-term abortion can happen, most cases, the woman will have to um, still go through the birthing process of mm-hmm. the child, mm-hmm. right? They will yeah, still have yeah, to, yeah. what medically they term is, like, passing, mm-hmm. right? Just, like, sort of, like, letting that, the, the, the um, child, like, come out anyways. Right. Um, so... Let's say, for example, it's like the, another late-term pregnancy, and you're going to have to pass this child anyways. You're going to have to birth this child anyways. Mm-hmm. The difference is whether or not you're birthing it while it's alive right. or not. Right. Why not just put it up for adoption? There's yeah. so many couples out there, Yeah. so many couples who would just love mm-hmm. to care and, and, and love a child. Yeah. And, and here we are just just robbing this child of life. It's, it's yeah. sad. Yeah, and... and... I just kind of want to put out there, like, um, but we also don't want this to be is like a a political type of podcast where we, no. you know, like that. That's really not the the aim of this. At least in, in this conversation, um, ju- we really just want to talk about it um, and um, and just kind of the feelings that we're all kind of going through right now. And I'm sure some of you are, you know, going through some of those sure. things too. So um, know that you guys are definitely not alone. Um, if you're feeling sad, frustrating, maybe hopeless, maybe feeling like you're, you know, kind of in despair, I know that, you know, it can, it can seem hopeless at times. Um, Mm -hmm. but you know, we, we can't, you know, we have to continue to try to stay strong with our faith and know that, you know, regardless of what happens, um, you know, it's on us, the, you know, Catholics to, Mm -hmm. to, you know, talk about the truth and proclaim the truth and and it doesn't mean it does not mean you know getting in people's faces and screaming right it doesn't mean we're them. yelling it, because like that that doesn't get us anywhere it doesn't it doesn't do anything it, it does, it, it's it's the the least effective way to evangelize it's, it's practically not effective at all and yeah, it does and, the opposite and, of what you want and, and we can't use you know the excuse well you know um you know, I'm obligated as a Catholic to, to, to say something. And it's like, well, no, um, not if you're going to be uncharitable about it, because right. that's not what that that's not how you win souls. That's it's not because now right. now you just painted a even worse picture of of us 
to somebody who mm-hmm. already has you know uh, not good feelings towards towards us and the things that the yeah. church teaches you know and and we and we we, we want to try to you know not only you know uphold the truth but we also want to uphold like the great uh, mercy that that God right, has right and and I think that's really important so mm-hmm. I mean you know don't don't get into people's faces don't you know leave these long crazy you know you know mean comments on people's instagrams or social medias or anything like that right. like don't you know don't add fuel to the fire you know um yeah take it because you know what prayer you know what's ironic about that yeah. is um one of the great problems of any of any kind of um of any sin against another person mm-hmm. is the fact that we forget that that person is a person right right think about abortion yeah it's the, it's the it's literally the ignoring of a child as a human being as a human person yeah right yeah. and as catholics we believe at the point of conception every every human being every person has the mm. dignity right, right 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 and 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 right to life but in the same way in the same vein as soon as we start making like these negative and harsh and rude and critical comments um in a very uncharitable and callous way towards people who might not agree with us yeah we at that point we begin to ignore their dignity exactly right to ignore yeah. their personhood yeah and i think that that's it's important to maintain it all the way around right with ourselves with the with those who are trying to protect but also with those who may not may not agree with us yeah right yeah absolutely and and it's and and we're all guilty of doing this at some point you know where we Mm -hmm. whether we we don't know better or lack of knowledge or you know emotions you know getting you know to the best of us and you know uh get kind Mm -hmm. of you know messing with you know our rational thought um you know and you know we sometimes we do have to take a step back and be like okay is this really the right way to approach it is, am, am i gonna win this person over right um, that, was, that was something that um uh because we had just like world youth day that just passed uh in mm-hmm. panama right is that am i right it's, it's, or, i don't think it's just passed i think it's happening right is now. is it happening right now um yeah. i'm not a youth anymore so i don't know how these things go but like um, something that uh, 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 there was a bishop, I think it was Bishop uh, Baron. Uh, uh, you know, he mentioned you know something about like you know, before you guys post something on Instagram or social media or anything, like think about it first. Like, think is what I'm about to say charitable? Is it? If not, then you know you you should probably uh, avoid it because. I'm sorry, Nate. Nate. <laughs> Am I, you said Bishop Barone, and there are so many people who were like, "Who's he talking about?" Oh, okay, yeah. It's Bishop Barron. Barron, don't You're tell me I've been getting it wrong for, so, for all these such years. A fo- Have you been saying that publicly? No. Okay, good, good. Yes. <laughs> don't don't edit this out. We need the proof that you actually said it that way. I'm but, pretty sure I've been anyways. saying it that way for all those years. <sighs> why did anybody tell me? It's, it's Bishop Barron. Because I'm your friend. That's why I'm telling you while we're recording. <laughs> anyways, continue like, why with your quote I think from of Bishop Barron. I think of like those white uh, rice paper shirts. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Jeez. All right. You know what? Uh, have a good night, everybody. Um, I guess we'll see you next week. Uh, thanks. Right, we'll see you later. <laughs> um, no, but uh, he, he does. Um, <laughs> he brings up a good point about like. 
thinking before you know kind of acting on it um mm-hmm. like on things that you post um because i i think of it this way like if if you're gonna if you have like the 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 courage and the zeal to say what you're gonna say even if it's not like charitable um mm-hmm. like take that energy and put it in a different direction say i don't know maybe learning how to be a catechist because i feel like that's what we need now more than ever are people who are are willing and able to teach the faith yeah uh when we well one like quite frankly we have a a lack of catechists but um also Mm. lack of like effective catechists um, who really, really know their faith. And I often find that, you know, when I'm looking... No offense co- to any Catholic, um, catechists listening right now. No, 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 no. But I will say this. I will say this. If you're just having your kids watch Disney movies for the entire session... Oh, gosh. I'm Please sorry, stop. but you... You, you need to you need to crack open that that book email us crack open the uh the, the catechism and and you know yeah email us be like hey email us we have some great icebreakers yeah. some great lessons email us yeah we have ideas We're, we, we, <laughs> we we know a thing or two yeah um to I help you to, 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 to help out. yeah but i mean like i i i always see a lot of people like saying things and being argumentative and a lot of it is, you know, they really, really know a lot about the faith, and they can, you know, sure. recite a lot of the, uh, you know, uh, theology, a lot of saints, a lot of church fathers and doctors, and all that good stuff. But sure. like, put that in a classroom, like, for you know, so that people can actually learn the faith in a, in like, a better environment, and and yep. so that they hear it from you, and and not like just something that they kind of glance over in a comment. So sure, yeah. So I, I mean. If you think about it, right, like, um, what we're not, what we're saying is we're not saying don't speak up, right? Because yeah. for evil to continue, let the good keep silent, right? Mm-hmm. We we don't want people to like not say anything. We're not uh, Catholicism isn't like a a faith of like just sort of like limp reactions where you're just like uh, okay, I'm gonna yeah, go teach catechism, yeah. right? But um, what we are saying is like, hey, there are there are other more effective and creative ways for us to respond. Yeah to these evils, right? Yeah. If you think about it, like St. Augustine, for example, he um, was in, uh, like, completely away from the church. Um, his mother was praying for him, and I'm sure he had not one, not two, but many argumentative conversations with yeah. um, St. Ambrose, right? right? But it wasn't even those moments. All those, those moments might have helped, and I'm sure St. Ambrose wasn't yelling in his face, but he was debating him, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But the thing that really turned St. Augustine around wasn't even the conversations with St. Ambrose. Right. It was just yeah. a moment of grace, picking up the Bible, reading that verse that he read, and he was converted, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, let's <clears throat> let's defend what we love and believe to be the truth. Let's teach what we love and, and believe to be the truth. But that grace comes from the sacrifices and prayers of the faithful. In this case, I'm sure, you know, St. Monica had everything to do with it. But you have that capacity as well. If you know someone who, do, who is so far off that arguing doesn't help, you know, prayer mm-hmm. is always, always, always helpful. Mm-hmm. And that grace is always made available. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, when it comes to all of this stuff, uh, especially around... Um, 
you know, abortion and, and the new laws that have kind of come into place. Um, just kind of thinking into the future. Um, hopefully we don't see this kind of thing pop up more in other states. But, you know, we have to, you know, hold strong, uh, continue to pray, pray really hard. Um, and, yep. you know, definitely know a little bit, you know, more about your faith and about like what the church teaches um, so that, you know, kind of understand like why the church teaches the things that it does. Um, I'm looking at, um, I'm looking at something right now, um, that, and, and are you when, cheating? You're cheating. What do you mean? You're looking at something yeah, right I'm now. Cheating. Yeah, You're I'm cheating. cheating. Yes. Okay. Cool. Um, Just want to make sure. <laughs> and, uh, so as far as like when it comes to abortion, like this isn't a, um, this isn't like a new thing, uh, from very, very, very early on, um, the um the teaching has been against you know um abortion um even uh th- this kind of thing has been found uh, all the way as far back uh, in the ddk um which Didac. is okay i We're went just saying, I, I took i took a class and that's how they pronounced it okay oh really yeah Okay, maybe so, I'm saying it wrong. Maybe we're both correcting each maybe, other in this podcast. Yeah, that's what Someone it is. message us. Someone message us on Instagram, Facebook. It's, let us know how to say these things. It's not going to help if it's typed out. <laughs> it, Phonetically. It's just going to be the same thing. <laughs> this is the podcast where we correct each other in our... Yep, welcome. Um, <laughs> pronunciations. Um, but basically, like, they, like, even back in, like, a, a first century text, um, you find that uh, you know, abortions were, um, you know, condemned um, af- at the uh, Second Vatican Council on John, um, uh, John Paul II. Um, at the time, at, Carol uh, Wojtyla. Yeah, 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 sorry. Um, b- basically, like, reiterated, um, saying that, you know, some try to justify by claiming that the result of conception, um, at least up to a certain number of days, uh, cannot be considered a personal uh, human mm-hmm. life. But in fact, a quote from the time that the ovum is fertilized, a life is begun, which is neither that of the father nor the mother. It is rather the life of a new human being uh, with its own growth. Mm-hmm. It would never mm-hmm. um, be made a human if it were not human already. That has always mm-hmm. been clear. And yeah. modern genetic science offers um, clear confirmation uh, yeah. and has demonstrated that from the first instant, uh, instant there is established the um, uh, the program of this living being will be. Um, and it, it's, a, it's a very long thing, but I mean, sure. th- this is pretty much what the what the church has taught um, as far as abortion yeah. goes for um, for quite some time now um, yeah. and, and even though the language may has changed or has evolved and has become more concise and more detailed but it has always been that way because even from back then it they knew like this isn't right to do right this is not right for yeah. us to do mm-hmm. yeah. and, and it was it was sort of if you think about it like so many people had sort of re- revered um you know either in like judeo-christian like mm-hmm. traditions or even just pagan traditions or, or non-christian traditions like they just sort of revered the ability for a woman to to have a child mm-hmm. you know um and so there's just something natural about like 
like showing reverence and respect to that ability to a to an unborn child within the mother's womb Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah and it just you know stuff like this really boggles the mind for me because um the church has always taught it Uh, you want to cite that by the way (laughs) oh yeah so that was from the um that's from the uh, congregation for the doctrine of faith declaration on procured abortion cool awesome and we'll we'll put a link to that on on this podcast um description uh, so, but what's confusing about that is the church has always taught it, right? Mm-hmm. And here we have a quote-unquote Catholic governor, right? Yeah. Who is like so proud that his state has passed this legislation, right? And I don't know. It's just it's yeah. It's uh, we it, have it, it, it's a tricky thing too because like and, and for people who don't know that you know. Like, that's not what the church teaches, but he's Catholic, so then people can get that confused. Like, oh, well, maybe that is what the church teaches, and the church is sure. okay with that. And just because, yeah. you know, he has a certain level of authority or power, like, mm-hmm. you know, people kind of make assumptions that he might be an authority on the matter, which is not always the case. And so you get, right. you know, m- more people being misled. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, I've heard the argument, though. Um, I've had this conversation of, about abortion and just things in general with um, morality and laws mm-hmm. that just because he's Catholic doesn't mean he should be sort of legislating Catholic laws. He should be representing the people. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And so that's one of the arguments for Je- uh, Governor. Okay. <laughs> All right. Time to correct right. pronunciation. Mess it up. No, no, no. Say it. Say it. Say it right uh, now. First It's try. definitely Cuomo. Governor Cuomo. Beg pardon? <laughs> it's Go- New York Governor Andrew Cuomo. Mm-hmm. Dang it! <laughs> Can we edit that? No. Nope. Anyways, so uh, Governor um, Go- this New York uh, Governor, um, you know, he so one would argue uh, that hey, you know, he is um, supposed to not represent himself, right? But the will of the people, and not all the people in New York are catholic right so he's not obliged one would say to to um push or support legislation that is necessarily catholic right any how would you respond to that Um, i'm sort of putting you on the spot here we hadn't talked about this before i'd just be like no you can't say that um like listen get a girlfriend sir that i don't know how to say your name (laughs) but i'm gonna try um (laughs) The way that I would approach it is, one, um, this isn't, like that, like it is, again, it is not a Catholic issue. It is an issue that has a bigger impact on society, you know, as a whole. Take religion out of it, you know. Mm -hmm, If mm -hmm. if you want, if that that makes it better, if that makes it quote-unquote more fair, or if it makes it more agreeable to the majority which in this case were not Catholic, right? Mm-hmm, so he doesn't mm-hmm. have to, you know, cater to, to them. I, I would try to look at it like that, especially because I find when having conversations like this, um, using like what the church teaches um, doesn't always click sure. with individuals because they like they don't know, like they don't have the background and they're not like um, as familiar, which I, I can't blame them for. So no. um, I kind of have to, you know, use other stuff instead yeah yeah i think i I think you bring up a great point right like we don't have to bring catholicism into it um it does danger to society um 
uh, it does danger to the woman, mm-hmm. you know. I was listening to uh, another podcast. I've sort of gone podcast crazy since we started this, um, okay. but I was listening to another podcast. It's one of our favorites. Are we allowed to say? Yeah, I think we're allowed to say it. Um, so uh, it was definitely Matt Frad, um, Pines oh, of Aquinas. Okay. Uh, but it was sort of a special episode on the um, about the Matt Frad show. Okay. But anyways, um, the argument really goes is, is like, hey, like, um, uh, you know, abortion sort of really puts puts more of like, it doesn't liberate women the way that they say it does. Really, like, it what it does is it it puts the burden on women because mm-hmm. um, the man doesn't have to have the abortion, right? Like this yeah. this sort of like idea of like free sexuality, and the man has to do nothing right mm-hmm. the woman is the one who has to sort of bear the burden of the abortion mm-hmm. right yeah, and then on top of that what they what isn't highly understood but um very well sort of proven is the the um the outcomes of abortion abortion mm-hmm. is considered by some psychologists as a traumatic event mm-hmm. and these these sort of events have a psychological impact on the um the person having them yeah um you know, and it's it's it doesn't do any justice to to sort of say that it's it's okay and it's um, it it's for the greater good because really there are negative impacts to to yeah. to this sort of behavior and action. Yeah, and you know it's it. I I just keep hoping, praying that you know maybe we will look back one day. Like, yeah, the decision has been made. Um, getting upset about it and you know being frustrated with the decisions and everything that led up to it doesn't really do us a whole lot of good now right like we can't um you know we can't stay too idle on it we we have to um press on we have to move forward um and you know do do our best to you know to educate to teach to to um you know kind of have those conversations um but definitely most important like to to pray um for yes things to get better um and for anybody who has been you know affected by it um because it is it is tough it's going to be a tough road ahead um Mm -hmm. and you know real quick nate yeah hold on yeah you hear that that's me because i've just sort of ran out and we've spent the past 30 minutes talking about this one topic i feel like maybe we should kind of yeah 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 no i was was not because it's not important yeah sorry no 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 um (laughs) No, actually, I was about to. I was about to like segue. So oh, sorry. So Did thanks I just for break your yeah, segue? I just like broke the segue. <laughs> thanks. Um, You're no, welcome. but to kind of um, get into you know taking a prayerful approach to this, but just oh, in so general, you were yeah. trying to trans- that was you a know, good transition. Good job. You know, <sighs> you, but you don't have to. You don't have to say it. It's too late. I've already said it, so we might as well put thanks. it out there. You All did right. a good transition, Nate. Good thanks. Job. thanks, 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 thanks. <laughs> um, I know that. Um, I got this really good book uh, because today is the Feast of St. Francis de Sales. Yes. And um, my my confirmation uh, director got the Catechist this really, really cool book. So, Terry, if you're listening, thank you very much. Thank um, you, Terry. You're awesome. We yes, love you. We still, uh, we still think about you very much. And I actually see you like every month anyway. So, um, I don't. I'm sad. Yeah. But uh, she got us this really good book. Um, it's called Roses Among Thorns. Um, simple advice for renewing your spiritual journey um, by Saint Francis de Sales, and it has um, 
I mean, you can use it for like daily reflection if you want. Um, mm-hmm. I when it was not freezing cold in the morning, I would like make coffee in the morning, go out on the balcony, and read a few pages um, before like going to work. And so mm-hmm. um, it it it's been a really really good read so far, and it's just um, just some day to day stuff. Uh, if you want to do it that way, or if you want to read a few at a time, um, uh, I can read uh, just a, a, a small little passage. Um, because, and these are like really really short. So um, I this is a really good book if you're trying to get introduced to Saint Francis de Sales. Uh, he's a great writer. I, I know like his work just mostly from like quotes and stuff, but I don't have <laughs> I don't have like um like many texts of him so like this is a, a really good like intro to saint francis de sales um, from what you he, know yeah I, I, <laughs> from the little that i know um i believe he wrote the devout life right am i right yes introduction okay. to the devout life and yes. uh sort of his big work by the way yeah um and did he do um nope i'm gonna get that one wrong no, um, just don't even. I'm not gonna stop. do it. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I, uh, the, one of them is uh, one of the little passages or readings is called "Roses Among Thorns." And I think this is this is a really good one. Um, he, uh, he says, "Let us make our way our way through the low valleys of the humble little virtues. There we will see roses among thorns, charity shining forth amid interior and exterior affliction, lilies of purity and violets of mortification." We ought to love above all others three, these three small virtues, meekness of heart, poverty of spirit, and simplicity of life, together with these, with those common laborers of, vil- of visiting the sick, serving the poor, and consoling the afflicted. Yet let it be all done freely and without anxiety. No, our, our, our arms are not, strong enough, are not strong enough for us to climb the cedars of Lebanon. Let us be content with the hyssop that grows in the valleys. And that's Beautiful. it. Like this is like a, t- a tiny little thing to kind of yeah. start your day, um, and just something to think on. And, and one thing that I was trying to do for a while was I would I would read, um, like, the chapter or not well the the one that I wanted to read for the day, and then the next day I would read what I read the previous day, to kind of make sure make that sure. it was like it really sticks in my head yeah and then what i am reading like on the current day so just to kind of like backtrack a little bit yeah that's a great idea yeah so um, so instead of like just like moving on like you're like reflect on what you should have practiced but then yeah. still move on to the next thing that you should practice right because a lot of these are cool. um like practice in your in your daily life yep yep and you know um that's what's great about saint francis um de sales is um one of uh i know last last episode we shared one of our quotes um one of my favorite quotes of him um you know seep the truth in charity until it becomes sweet mm-hmm. um but one of the ones that really encapsulates his overall approach to spirituality is let us be what we are right yeah and be that well mm-hmm. do you know what i mean like yeah he he was um in his book which i've read um a, a couple of times uh, you know, once all the way through, and then a bunch of times with my wife and I, just sort of like on our daily reflections, and like he's all about, and he really addresses that holiness that you can be holy right where you are as a husband, right. as a wife, as a doctor, nurse, computer programmer, mm-hmm. you know, wherever you're doing, like if if you're if you are the crossing guard, right. 
and you go home and then you 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 have your meal you wake up and you're you go back out to work again and you just go through the churn there is saint francis de sales says holiness possible there yeah and that sort of spirituality is i think what made him doctor of the church is, mm-hmm. is this very spirituality of this ability for a what he calls true devotion for all walks of life it right. wasn't reserved just for priests it wasn't reserved for nuns but holiness was meant true devotion was meant for everyone yeah and and yeah. you know and it doesn't always feel like it like when you're at work or wherever you are it no. does not always feel like it it always no. feels like there is no holiness here at all right. <laughs> like it's the exact right. opposite um but you you can find those those moments you know with you know with enough temperance with enough prudence um Mm -hmm. you know these things they they take time and practice to to acquire and and it's one of those things where um you know i ask people sometimes like if if you're trying to like learn patience when the opportunity comes to practice it like do you take and seize that opportunity or do you like do you recognize it as an opportunity to try to practice it or do you just like squander it yeah just lose your patience yeah yeah exactly right yeah yep yeah so if i could recommend i know nate recommended roses among thorns which i have not read yet you should but saint francis de sales has been so crucial in my own conversion reversion and even now in sort of my growth in my spiritual life so i'd love to recommend introduction to the devout life which is his sort of staple book and work for uh, for anybody and really helpful for lay people. Married couples, there's a lot of good um, like stuff in there for married couples as well. Um, and the second book is sort of a collection of his sermons. The sermons aren't ordered chronologically, but more by theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're sermons that he gave to a group of nuns um, during his life. And uh, it's called The Art of Loving God. I bought my wife that book for... Um, for Christmas and she loves it and it's one of the first books I read by him in an adoration chapel for a church dedicated to him oh, so it was, okay. I mean he's he's been there the whole time and I, and I doubt that he'll ever leave my sort of uh, my sort of like like um, devotions uh, in general mm-hmm. so uh, Nate actually I, I feel so strongly about you reading Introduction to the Devout Life that I want to because we're friends and because this is what friends do, uh-huh. I'm going to buy a copy and I'm going to ship it to your place. And oh, I want really? you, yeah. And I want you to post onto Instagram, a picture of you with this book. So you can like promise yourself and promise to our listeners <laughs> that you're going to read this book. This is how I bully you into reading introduction to the devout life. Uh, do you accept said challenge and gift? I mean, if, if you want to send me free stuff, huh? it's like uh getting a free book i'm down for yeah yeah, that's a that's a free book you can't get enough of free books cool Um, so i have prime you'll get it in two days uh, you are to post you are to post a picture of it Uh and on our instagram account okay cool sure i'll uh i'll uh definitely do that As I as I chuckle beneath, like, oh, yeah, 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 I'll totally do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, free book. <laughs> hey, I think that's all the time we have today, Nate. Yeah, just about, just about. Cool. Any last minute comments, Con- questions, concerns, violent reactions? Um, no, just um, you know, thank you everybody for listening. Um, you know, we've been uh, just keeping an eye on you know subscribers and um views 
and um, all of that stuff. And um, you know, we're we're really excited and we're really thankful for all of the progress that that we've made so far. You know, mm-hmm. so um, yeah. if you if you know anybody that you know is looking for a Catholic podcast to listen to. Um, you know, share it, yeah. um, you know, tag them on our Instagram posts. Um, we're, we're, we're thinking of, uh, thinking of, um, maybe doing some sort of giveaway, uh, after reaching like a certain, um, amount of subscribers or something like that. Um, yep. one thing that I do that I, I haven't mentioned yet, but, um, I, I make rosaries in my uh, spare time and I think there might be an old post on a few that I made, um, from my yeah, like, for... confirmation mm-hmm. class, I think, like a year ago. Um, so we were. No, that doesn't exist. That doesn't exist. No. Okay. Post it. I'm gonna have to post it again. Um, cool. But yeah, just uh, just as a way to you know, thank people for listening because we are yeah, definitely. a very small podcast, but you know we are we are trying. We are trying. Yeah, absolutely. And our 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 goal really isn't even to be big. It's just yeah guys we just we love our faith and we we just love to talk about our faith and and we just want to share that love of our faith and that excitement and passion for how it applies to everyday life with you guys and so we want to just again like nate said thank you all there's been a bunch of people who've reached out on instagram and sort of just reached out um uh, like through personal like text messages saying hey good job like Mm. Um, a few other podcasts um, have said like have been really encouraging like saying hey get your stuff out there that's great so yeah. we just want to thank you thank you er- all of you guys thank you so much for your support and um, you know we're always looking for feedback Nate gave me some feedback today we're always looking for ways to get better because our Lord our Lord challenges us to be the best version of ourselves and we want to be the best version of ourselves here with you guys yeah. so definitely give us feedback cool yep all right we calling it? Yeah, we're calling it. Cool. All right. Thank you, everyone, and uh, thank you for listening to Holy Smokes Podcast. Thanks. See ya. Bye.